What's up? What's up? Back again. You know who it is. You know who it is. It's Big Hendo. Hendo Unplugged. And I got a special guest in the building for you guys, man. I got one of my homies that I've been trying to get on this podcast for like good 10 years now. It's not been 10 years, but let me tell you guys, um, I've been trying to get this, uh, my dude on the podcast for a good year, year and a half now, because I wanted to, uh, this story is so inspirational. You know what I'm saying? He's uh, one of the top DJs here in San Diego. You know what I'm saying? And, uh, and, um, I'm just inspired by his his movement. You know what I mean? I got DJ Dynamic in the building, baby. What's Let's up, baby? Let's go, my guy Hendo. Hey, ten years is a little cap, but it's probably been about a year, <laughs> a year and a half. Hey, Dynamic, you know I gotta, I gotta, uh, you know, gotta exaggerate this a little bit. You know Facts. what I'm saying? I feel that. What's up with you, man? Like I say, man, I love your story, bro. What you're doing for the uh, the culture for San Diego? How you pushing everything forward, man? Um, I've been following you for a long time before you even knew me. You know what I'm saying? I've been following your movement. Bro, you've been fucking killing it, my guy. Like you've been Thank killing you. the fucking game, and um, it's a it's an honor to have you on the show. You know what I'm saying? Um, once again, I, it's your story is very inspirational. So it, these conversations, I feel like people gonna learn a lot through. You know what I'm saying? So before we even start, man, uh, let's get you from the beginning, bro. Let's get you from the beginning. How you are you from San Diego? Um, I am actually. Uh, first of all, I'm grateful to be here, man. Shout out Hendo Hendo Studio. Let's uh, go. End of the day, you know. Um, uh, like I said, uh, born in Mexicali, Baja California, you know, I'm repping for my Latinos, my Mexicans. So uh, I was born uh, in a very small town, moved to the Imperial Valley okay. when I was six years old. Um, did my thing, you know, graduated high school from Brawley Union High, B-Town Boys. Let's Shout go. out to them. Um, and yeah, I just, you know, I didn't, you know, I don't, I could sit here all day and tell you my whole life story. But to uh, kind of fast forward, I moved uh, down to San Diego in 2009. So. So you was born in Mexicali first. I was born in Me in Baja California. Baja Mexico. California, exactly. Okay. Um, was raised in Brawley, Brawley, California, in the Imperial Valley. Moved down here to San Diego, two thousand nine, and San Diego has been my home since '09, man. Bro, it's like that everywhere you go. You hear a lot of people. I'm like that too. I'm from Georgia, right? Then once you hit San Diego, bro, it's like man, home. It's hard to get anywhere else. It's so fucking beautiful. Exactly. It's I so ain't beautiful never here. I ain't never lived in the 619, man, ever. Hey, not to get off topic, though. We know you do a lot of traveling. When you travel to other cities, are you, like, anxious to get back home to San Diego? A thousand percent. Like, I mean, I don't want to be biased because, you know, I live here. But <laughs> yeah. I just feel like San Diego is just one of one. You know, it's a, it's, a, we're, it's a unicorn here, you know. So I feel like at the end of the day, like, it's home. Um, I just love everything here. I love the weather. We got mm. the best weather in the world. Absolutely. You know, amazing people, great food. Um, and yeah, it's just, you know, it's, I, I love San Diego, man. It is. It is. So uh, uh, sorry, like I said, I'm sorry to get you off uh point. So tell me more about your story growing up. My, uh, my mom was, you know, mom and dad for me. So she raised three young boys. My, I'm the middle, I'm the middle child of two. Mm. Um, and yeah, my mom was just, you know, my father was never in my life. So, um, my mom just, you know, she, she was able to, you know, do she did what she got to do. You know, she got us out of Mexico. Yeah. Um, she raised us over here in the United States. I'm very grateful for her. Um, I'm who I am literally because of her, you know, I get, I get my hustle from her. I get my drive from her. I got that dog in me from her, you know, so Let's go. shout out to mama, man. <clears throat> but 2009, I went to San Diego, literally with one dream. Um, I said, you know what? I'm gonna give this DJ thing a, a, a shot. You know, I'm gonna give mm. this DJ thing a shot. And, you know, the closest thing from, from, from home was San Diego. And, um, yeah, here I am. I guess 2023. I guess I made it. <laughs> Did you make it? Did he make it? I think he surpassed his dream. You know what I'm saying? Hey, so not to go too far. So what got you into music? Like what? Like what turned you on to music? So, um, like I said, my daddy was never in my life, but 
uh, up until the age of six, um, he was. And he used to be the leader of a marching band mm. um, down in, in Mexico for a university. And I remember being like four years old, five years old, marching with him, you wow. know, like in the in the front of the of the band. And and that just to me was crazy, you know. So I grew up on music, you know mm. what I mean? I grew up on music. So I credit him for that 100 percent. And just, you know, I'm being Mexican. You just, you know, you hear music every morning all throughout the day. You know, mama's cleaning the house. I'm doing chores and there's music throughout. So I just music was just in my blood from when I was born. Mm. Um, and there was just to me, um, I guess, like, you know, that rock star mentality that I had growing up was like being a DJ. Like I felt like the new rock star was being like a DJ. You know, everybody yeah. saw the, the real rock stars, the artists and all that. And I'm like, I'm like, there's no real rock star DJs. I'm like, but yeah. to me, I was like, I feel like I can be a rock star DJ one day. So mm. I just kind of took that and ran with it. And then, you know, in high school, I was always burning CDs and, Damn. you know, um, passing out mixtapes. And like, people would be like, bro, like, I need a new CD. Like, mm. You know, and so I always was like downloading the hottest, you know, reggaeton and hip hop. And I would just hand out make, uh, different CDs. And that's kind of was my introduction to like, actually, like, I guess being a DJ. Right, right, right. Um, and um, out of high school, I just started DJing all the homies, backyard parties, you know. Yeah. Um, and I just, from there, I just it just grew. So, like, what, like, sparked you to become a DJ? You know what I'm saying? Like, what was, like, the introduction for you? You were like, damn, I want to be a DJ. You know what I'm saying? And, like, control the crowd and play music. I think when I started hearing feedback from people, like, you're really good at this. Mm. Like, you're good at this. Like, you're great. You have. That's when I kind of started getting motivation. Like, man, I can actually do this um but when i really started feeling like i could do this for a living was when i moved out here to san diego right i moved to san diego and i started you know being consistently booked in downtown san diego gas lamp between 2010 and 2012 and that's when i was like okay i think i got a shot because i started receiving an income from it you know right. what i mean like a steady income wasn't a lot but it was enough to get by you yeah, know what yeah, i'm saying yeah. so for me it was like man i'm getting paid to do what i love to do it was like pretty mm. special you know so I heard this on the show. I don't know how true this is, but I heard this as a room bread. I heard that you started as a hip hop DJ first. A hundred percent. Yes. Um, hip hop was, you know, I mean, I still hip hop is in my blood. You know, that's mm. literally the, you know, one of the first musics I, I grew up listening to, especially when I moved to the States. You know mm. what I mean? Like mid, uh, mid 1990s, you know, it was NWA. It was it was it was Tupac. It was um, uh, uh, Notorious B.I.G. Let's go. And then, you know, fast forward more to like, you know, um, the like No Limit. Master P, um, Hot Boys, Big Timers, like, man, I could go on and on. You know what I mean? I know I'm missing right. a lot, you know, and that's not even counting the early 2000s hip hop. But yeah, like, I really was like hip hop when I, between the ages of maybe eight to 16, 17 years old, it was Damn. just all hip hop. Um, and I always listened to reggaeton, uh, and I was a fan of reggaeton, but I never was like, I never, respectfully, I never thought reggaeton would get where it is now so really? it kind of was on some like oh i like this it'll it'll maybe phase out you know it's it's, it's a music preference but it's not something that that you know i think is going to be here long term respectfully again right I, obviously i was wrong for that but Absolutely. um hip-hop yeah hip-hop was you know I, I used when i first moved to san diego i was doing hip-hop parties i yeah. was doing a lot of hip-hop parties i was doing a lot of uh uh opening for hip-hop artists you know mm -hmm. what i mean so a thousand percent that rumor is true. That's crazy. So what was the switch? Like, why did you switch from, you know, being uh, a hip hop DJ into a reggaeton? Like, what, what was the primary switch for you? Um, I saw, I saw, um, like, 
a void in the in, in the in the DJ industry. Like you know, the, the, obviously the EDM world is super oversaturated with big mm -hmm. producer producers, big DJs, artists, um, and in the hip hop industry, you know. Uh, it was all I felt also like that was very uh, oversaturated. Like if you weren't really producing both in the in the EDM world and in the hip hop world, I felt like you weren't going to really make it as like a Khaled, a DJ Mustard, a mm. DJ Drama mm. or in the EDM world like, you know, uh, Dioro or like uh, Steve Aoki or Diplo. You know what I'm saying? So um, I was just like, man, like I'm Latino. I've always been passionate about Latino music mm. and. I've always played this reggaeton music in all my sets, even when I was told, like, you can't, you, sh you shouldn't be playing that in downtown San Diego. You want right. to play the hot clubs? You shouldn't be playing Latin music. And you should barely play any hip-hop. So that's mm. what I was told. But that's a whole topic. We'll get to that topic eventually. Absolutely. But when I made the shift to, I guess, focus 100% uh, or majority of my, of my I guess, energy towards the Latin um, wave was 2017. Like I said, I felt like the bubble was about to burst. In, and Latin was about to take over. Mm. Um, like I remember records like um, Despacito, which was a, when Justin Bieber got on it, it went yeah. global. Mm. Um, Mi Gente, J Balvin, uh, Beyonce got on it, it went global. And then um, I heard Tebote, Bad Bunny with a bunch of other artists. And I'm like, man, that's, I started hearing that club a lot on the radio, on uh, in the clubs, um, in barbershops, you name it. And so I was like, you know what? I feel like this Latin thing's about to explode. And I need to jump ahead of the curve. And it's fucking smart, bro. Yeah. So and and on top of that, like I said, there was there, like at the time there was there's no Khaleds mm. in in the in the in the Latin DJ world mm. or Latin, you know obviously there's mega producers you know still to this day and big DJs but there wasn't like there was maybe a handful three mm. two three big DJs and I'm like you know what I feel like I have a chance here mm. the market's not oversaturated and I feel like there's like there's that like that void that's missing that I feel like I can I can fill. Right. Um and I just said, you know what? Let me just try this and um yeah, I feel like I got a, I got a good head start, you know mm -hmm. what I mean because I mean, here we are in 2023 and I think Latin might be the number one genre right now if you if you really if if you really want to talk about, you know, the numbers and and the and the and the, the the numbers people are doing not just in streaming, but what these Latin artists are doing in touring also, you know. It's crazy, bro. With the Latin artists, bro, it's, no, it's so funny, but a lot of the times I don't know what they're saying. I'm not really familiar with the artists, so I will look them up on Instagram or something like that through your page because I see you with all these artists traveling, and I look them up and see who they are. And these fools got like 80 million followers. Crazy. I was like, crazy. I never heard of this dude. But he got 80 million <laughs> followers. Then I go on Instagram, then you see a sea of people like in, his cr in the crowd, and you see DJ Dynamic like a little ant and way in the back. Facts. I said, damn. I need to I need to switch it up, man. That's what his money's at. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, you know, let's go a little deeper and you you coming up with uh coming up being a DJ. So like you said that there wasn't too many DJs out there. So who's influenced you to be to be a DJ? Do you have any DJ influences? I mean, overall, as DJs, I feel like DJ AM was one of my first influences. Okay. Um as a hundred percent. Um Daft Punk, who's you know, uh, gods of I call them the gods of DJs, you know, mm. producers like that. Between Daft Punk is was another one of my great inspirations growing up. Um, but those are just to name a few. And then um, I mean, to this day, I mean, I remember uh, listening to DJ Drama Ooh, when I was in high school and all his you know Gangster Grills mixtapes. Yeah. Um, DJ Clue was another one who I used to always listen to his mixtapes. 
Uh, and and my brother DJ Camillo is crazy. Who became one of my great friends and wow. mentors. Uh, I used to listen to DJ Camillo when you know back in when I was in high school. He was already on, on the radio. You know what I mean. So those are just a few of my inspirations, man. Wow, wow. Anybody local that inspired you to, to be a DJ or um, just push a game for it? So um, yes, there is a couple few. Uh, there's a, a few I want to shout out. I want to shout out my brother Rags. DJ Rags okay. is a legend. Yeah. yeah. Uh, my boy DJ Seas, who you know also is, is has been a, a big part of my of my DJ career. Um, those two, those two guys have been, have been amazing, but man, there's, there's a, there's a, I mean, DJ jam mm -hmm. legend, you know what I mean? Like there's just so many, like, I feel like I'm leaving a lot out, but yeah. those are just a few that I, that I remember, you know, that I grew up on Billy Knight too, my brother, big bro. Crazy. Um, yeah, man, these guys are all, it, I, 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 man, I got, I feel like I've been very lucky and very fortunate to meet people like that that have took me under their wing and have been on some like, bro, dynamic, look, this is what you do. This is what you don't do. Dynamic, I heard you did this last week and you don't do that. Yo, dynamic, this was cool, but you could do this to do better. Yeah. Dynamic, respect the headliner. You're an opener. Play this. Don't play that. You know, and a lot of DJs nowadays probably don't have that. You know mm. what I'm saying? So shout out to the the OG DJs that look out to the, to the young generation like I once was and you know, I'm trying to pay it forward and do the same for, for the young generation. You know what I mean? Like, it's at the end of the day, sometimes it's, it's all about knowledge. You know, some of these, you know, DJs and just artists and just people in general just don't have the knowledge. And I was fortunate enough to have the knowledge from, like, the OGs that really were in the game and kind of molded me up. That's a blessing. That's a blessing. My boy Bar One said that you inspired him to him as well. You know what I'm saying? Like, Shout out Bar One, Bar Uno. Um, I remember you when you got signed to the heavy hitters, bro. That's how I was kind of introduced to our DJ dynamic. I was like, damn, we got a local DJ here in San Diego that's going like, you know, signed to the heavy hitters. So how did that come about? So, man, okay. Um, I was opening up. I was, well, I was kind of co-headlining at Park, uh, one, you know, the top club here in San Diego. Mm -hmm. um, and g -Eazy was performing. Ooh. So I kind of was doing the, I guess, the support set before he got on. And then his DJ, shout out DJ Quiz, got on to per, you know to do his thing with g mm. and he kind of heard me doing my thing and he's like damn bro you raw like you nice like like where you from i'm like san diego it was first time meeting him you know he was like yo like we don't got no heavy hitters out here in, in, in san diego and we have a very like a handful in the west coast period mm -hmm. so he's like i gotta link you with like with camilo and enough and i'm like yeah for sure like you know and then like a nice little year or two went by and then finally um somehow uh i got on camillo's radar and i know quiz had a big part to do with that and um uh camillo was out here in the west coast doing a show in vegas and i kind of he kind of you know i reached out like yo let me bring you down to san diego and you know he did a he did a, a, a club called sidebar and you know i showed i you know i i took him out you know you know made sure you know he was taking care of you know good hospitality and then afterwards he was like yo bro like you should come to new york like you you gotta you gotta meet DJ enough and and a few of the heavy hitters. He's like, I'm not saying you're gonna get down, but I, you know I'm gonna put in a good word because I see your hustle, you know. Mm -hmm. And he had been following me for some time, so literally it was like Camilo that handpicked me. Damn. Um, and which is crazy because just a few minutes ago I was saying who my inspirations were growing up, right? Isn't yeah. that crazy how the, the world <laughs> works, right? Crazy. And uh, he, uh, yeah, I, I 2000, 2019, mm -hmm. I flew out to um, New York. And uh, I had a gig out there, so while I was out there, I linked up with DJ Enough, and Camilo was straight up like, "Look, like Enough is el presidente. He got the final word. Like, you know, you gotta like convince him, or at least he gotta fuck with you, type shit, you know." Yeah. And I'm like, "All right, cool. I went out there, bro. Enough was amazing. Picked me up from the airport. Him and his wife, fiance at the time, took me to eat. We went out, 
took me to the airport the next day. Like, just amazing. This was 2019, maybe, like, November of 2019. Damn. Then Christmas Day, I get a call from Camilo. Oh, my God. Christmas Day. This is, I'm sitting, eating. <laughs> my phone ring, rings, DJ Camilo. I'm like, oh, maybe he wants to say happy, Merry Christmas, you know? <laughs> yeah. But I'm like, man, I'm eating with my family. I'm like, Camilo's calling. I got to answer. <laughs> yo, Camilo, what's good? Camilo, Camilo, Camilo. He's like, yo, he just says this. Send me your press kit right now. It hangs up. <laughs> what? I'm like, what the fuck? Like, what's, you know? <laughs> I sent him my press kit. You know, a press kit, for yeah. those that don't know, is like kind of like, a, you know, where all of our media is, our, our resume, like a, like, a, like a biography of yeah. what we do. So I sent him my press kit with all my, you know, logos, my... My press photos, which I get here at Hundo Studios, by the way. Shout Let's out go. <laughs> Let's go. My God. <laughs> and uh, and that was it. That was it. Mm -hmm. New Year's Day, I get a um, another call from Camilo. Yo, tune into Hot 97 today, 5 p.m. Hangs up again. <laughs> What's up with this guy, bro? <laughs> so literally New Year's Day, 5 o'clock, which is 2 o'clock our time. I tune in and they're announcing all the new heavy hitters. No way. They hadn't. Uh, if I, I could be wrong, but I want to say they hadn't. They hadn't added any new heavy hitters in like five, six years. Holy shit! So this was a big deal. Mm -hmm. So New York was listening. The whole world was listening. San Diego. It, San Diego was listening. Absolutely. For sure. I mean, I wish I would have had a little bit more of a of a heads up to promote it. Like, yo, tune in. But yeah. I literally got that call. I tuned in, and yeah, they shot. It was me and four other DJs. Um, that they, they said, yo, shout out to the new heavy hitters, and then they said. So-and-so from New York, so-and-so from Jersey, so-and-so from Miami, so-and-so from Chicago, mm. and from the West Coast, San Diego, DJ Dynamic. Let's fucking Let's go, go, bro. And I was like, fuck, holy shit. Like, it's crazy. Like, you know, even right now when you mentioned the heavy hitters, it's like, I feel like 99% of us DJs that are urban DJs or mm. open format DJs, I feel like even Latin DJs, um, like being a heavy hitter is like a dream to a lot of us because yeah. it's like they're like they're it they're the heavy hitters literally we are the heavy hitters like right. the 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 cream of the crop djs from around the world and we do our thing any club any one of us there's over 100 of us djs from all around the world like we step into a club you feel our energy let's go you know what i mean so Absolutely. it's an honor man it's it's, it's 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 an honor and one of my biggest accomplishments for sure bro congratulations man I, I remember that vaguely i didn't know you then but i was like damn we have a heavy hitter in san diego that's crazy um, so question for you, though, bro, like, you know, there's a lot of dope ass DJs here in San Diego or around the world. You know, what I mean, like what separates you apart from other DJs? What makes DJ Dynamics special? I just feel like I'm a jack of all trades, man. Like mm. um, I, 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 I like number one, like I have I'm a great person. I have good charisma. I have great relationships. So I already kind of walk into the room with an advantage. You know what I mean? Mm. And uh, when it comes to like actually like rocking, you know, the turntables and rocking the party, like. You know, I got my music. I stay up on, uh, 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 I stay up on my, on top of my game with my music. Mm -hmm. uh, I make sure what's hot. My mic goes crazy. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, um, I'm looking at the crowd. I'm like, okay, that one person's not dancing. What I gotta do to switch the vibe up? You know what I mean? Or I see a bottle coming out. I'm stopping the music and I'm doing that heavy hitter shit. Like, bam, 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 wait, what are we doing? Bottles coming out. Blah 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 blah. Next thing you know, the bottle, ne the table next to them is trying to pop bottles. So the owners love that shit. Like, yeah. damn, this guy brings the energy. They're spending money. Yeah. Um, and you know, I'm very fortunate also to have a good little following. You know, I have people come out. I have I have some bottle poppers come out pretty much for when I. Almost every time I, I'm DJing somewhere locally, even out of town, you know, I have some nice little shorties that come out. I got Let's some go. homies that come out. So, you know, I bring a little crowd, 
Mm. I do my thing on the turntables. You know, I bring money to the venue. And and on top of that, like, I feel like my marketing is, like, untouchable. Let's you know go. what I'm saying? Like, I, I, I am a firm believer in investing in your brand. Bro, I've been investing investing in my brand for 13 years, bro. You hear this, man? People got to hear this, man. Say that one more time. Invest in yourself, bro. Investing in your brand is, is, is so underrated. And mm. I feel like it's one of the most, if not the most important thing, bro. Ooh. Because, um the end of the day, man, it's like, it's an investment and, it's, and if, if it's going to come full circle, it's going mm-hmm. to come back around. I remember 2010, mm-hmm. I used to DJ, go to the Bay Area for $500 and I used I used to pay my flight 200 bucks. I used to stay on my homie's couch and I used to spend two, 300 on a videographer just to document whatever club I was opening at, not Let's even go. headlining, but I'd come back with a fire ass video. Let's go. And then I'd go back three months later, now I'm headlining. Now I got content from three months ago. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, people are like, oh shit. So yeah, 100% invest in your brand, bro. That's, this shit is so important, so crucial, and so underrated. Bro, that's crazy. That's good knowledge right there, man. I'm proud of you. You know what I'm saying? Thank um, you. I wanted to ask you too as well. You know what I mean? I noticed that you are doing some bigger things. You're you're the DJ for the 49ers. Niner gang, which oh. is still crazy to me. It's- well, hold up. So I just wanted to, I got a little beef with you, man. So like, <laughs> Don't tell me you're a cowboy fan. I'm a Chargers, bro. Oh, okay. San Diego, my my guy. (laughs) Well, we always, I guess it's LA Chargers now. Yeah, yeah. So, how did you get the, I'm just bullshitting you. Uh, So, how'd you get the gig with with the 49ers? So, like I mentioned earlier, like 2011, 12, 13, I used to DJ in the Bay a lot. Yeah. A lot, a lot, a lot. And that was like my second home. And um, I was able to make a lot of relationships with DJs, promoters, Mm -hmm. you know, um, talent buyers. And I just remember being at dinner one night. Uh, it was uh, it was me, it was DJ Amen, and it was Miles Medina mm. and a, and my my homie Will Fonsevin and a few other folks. And they were like, "Yo, like, um, I think I think they're looking at a they're looking to add like another DJ to the App Squad, which is the 49ers DJ." Yeah, they're like, "You should holla at E Rock." You know, shout out E-Rock. E-Rock's the founder of the Amp Squad and the 49er DJs. Mm. Um, and I was like, nah, he ain't gonna he ain't gonna want me. Like, I'm from San Diego, bro. I'm not even from the Bay. Yeah. I'm like, nah, but bro, you're like a diehard Niner fan. Like, you're more <laughs> diehard than us. And you're, you know, you got you're, you're doing your thing, you know, mm. clubbing. This is, I believe this was like maybe 2014. Holy smokes. And um, and I kind of just left it at that. And then like the following Tuesday, I remember I was like driving to the gym. And then E-Rock calls me and he's like, yo, would you be interested in like DJing for the Niners? I'm like, hell yeah, what you mean? Mm. Um, so, you know, Miles and Amen pretty much went and told him like, hey, you know, Dynamics sounds interested. Holler at him. So he hollered at me and, um, you know, he was like, yo, you know, you got to go through some, you know, background checks and, you know, A, B and C. And if it all works out, it works out. And, hey, I'm here fortunate enough to say Seven seasons later, you know, holy your boy's shit. been rocking with the with the Am Squad and the 49ers. So. Let's go, bro. I know so y'all got some crazy ass fans, my guy. So I know you got some stories, man. Like, oh man, so crazy don't get shit. me started on some stories, <laughs> man. But yeah, man, like that was one of those things for me. Like, I dream of a lot of things. Yeah, I dreamed of like coming to San Diego and being the top DJ. I dreamed of like um, touring with a with a uh, an artist. Um, mm. I've dreamed of being on the radio. Yeah. Um, I've dreamed of a lot of things and, and that was one thing that honestly I, I never like even dreamed of because I was like, that's not even achievable Like to DJ for your favorite team in the world. I'm talking about like, this is not just my favorite like like NFL team. Like, this is my favorite team in period over the, over the Lakers, that's crazy. over the Padres. Like, it's Niners, like, blood, blood, blood. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So, yeah. for me, it's just surreal. Like, wow, like, 
you know, on game day, I'd be in the locker room. The players are right there. The coaches are right there. You know, before they come out the tunnel, I'm there watching the vibe. Like, I'm over here DJing and, like, Debo's going crazy. And, like, you know, go back to the Kaepernick days. Kaepernick's there vibing. Like, it's just like, man, I've, I've seen so much. And it's like you're – like, I'm – me and whoever else is DJing, like, we're in charge of, of curating a good vibe for the fans, for the players, um, and for everyone in that stadium. So it's, like, it's pretty – it's pretty nerve wracking, man, but yeah. but it's at the same time it's very it's it's very like it's very humbling, you know. How you deal with that pressure, man? Because like I said, you can't mess up. You got thousands that, of people in this in the, that stadium. With you that, know what I'm saying? With that exact mentality, you can't mess up. Ooh. And it's honestly all about preparation. Mm. All about preparations. It's all about preparation um, because you show up and you're prepared. Everything's mm. gonna just just do your thing. You a DJ? Do your thing. Mix the records. Vibe out. Have good mm. energy. You know what mm. I'm saying? And everything will take care of itself, but it's all about preparation. And I take that with me everywhere, mm. whether I'm whether I'm preparing for a 49er game or I'm preparing for a festival or I'm, I'm preparing to open up for a huge artist or I'm just DJing a club right here in San Diego or Miami or Chicago or Vegas. You know mm. what I mean? You got to just prepare and be ready to go. And I feel like I have a lot of confidence in myself and not just as a DJ, but just as a person that like when I prepare, I just show up and I just I, I don't fail. Yeah. Thankfully. Hey, let's talk about like conquering your dreams because and I noticed one thing about you, bro. Like when you focus on something, bro, it's like you put all your energy into it and, and you go hard at it. You know what I'm saying? So let's talk about that. Like, I think that's that. Um, That's just that like Latino Mexican like culture. Like you put your mind to something like yeah. you got to do it. Even if you're not going to be the best, you got to just give it your best. You let's know what go. I mean? And, and I always just put my mind into something like when I moved out here to San Diego, I was like, I'm going to be the hottest DJ out here. Yeah. I'm going to do whatever it takes. I'm going to go out every night. I'm going to politic with whoever I need to politic. I'm going to spend as much money as I need to on my on my marketing and my brand. Um, and I put my mind to it. And, 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 you know, thankfully, I've been able to achieve a lot of what I put my mind to. But, yeah, man, you just got to, like, I guess put your foot to the pedal. Yeah. And just keep going and going and going and going until that shit just, there's no more gas. Figure it out. You know what I'm saying? Push yeah. that whip. What I, I noticed too, man, is like whatever you put your mind to, it's like you got to put everything, like all your effort, like every ounce of your effort into that that one goal, bro. And just just dedicate your life to it, bro. And you I and once I've done that, even in my life, bro, I, I feel like you know I get lucky and luckier. But that you have to dedicate your whole life to whatever you're trying to do. And that's a, that's it's, it's like keyword you said there is luckier and luckier. Like on, honestly, a lot of this mm -hmm. it, it it requires. Sometimes it requires luck. It does. Sometimes. You know what I'm saying? Or right place at the wrong right time. Or mm -hmm. what's that saying? They say um, when preparation meets opportunity. Uh -huh. Yep. You know what I'm saying? So yep. it goes back to preparation. Like be ready to go. Yes, sir. You know what I'm saying? I remember being in bed. I used to live downtown uh, East Village. Being in bed. And at the time, this was a club called Stingery. Mm -hmm. Legendary club. I get a call hey, from... They don't even know about Stingery, bro. Stingery, they, <laughs> hey, hey, they, they too young they for too this young. one, bro. <laughs> but going back to preparation, I remember it was a Wednesday night. The general manager calls me. This is like one in the morning, bro. Wow. He's like, yo, and I live like five blocks away. Can you get down here right now? We got a big spender. And this is they used to play house on Wednesday nights. Mm. We got a big spender. He's got 50K. He's trying to drop, but he wants to hear hip hop. What? hip-hop i got up i was in my pjs i got up i just put on whatever a hoodie and sweats and i went straight <laughs> over there i dj'd maybe 40 minutes i got there by 115 i was on by 120 i did 40 minutes played all the hood shit from the 2000 
12, 13 era, Rick Ross, Two Chains, you name it. Yeah. And man, they they told me send us whatever invoice you want. And wow. going back to going back to preparation, it's like stay ready so you don't have to get ready. You Let's know go. what I'm saying? So like that opportunity right there, my preparation, guess what? Um, no, I'm sorry. That 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 opportunity with preparation was able to get me headliner gigs at mm. Stingery. So now they were like, man, Dynamics been opening for two years here at Stingery. We're gonna start having them headline. Mm. And I was headlining with some big dogs, nationwide known DJs, mm. DJ Crooked, um, DJ Fashion, E Rock, shout out DJ Scooter, my brother here from San Diego, um, DJ Scene, Eric Deluxe, DJ Five. Um, and I was opening for, up for all these guys for two years. And then after that moment where I came and did my thing, I invoiced them a normal invoice. I didn't even, I could have taxed them and been like, give me two bands. I was like, no, nah, I'm going to invoice you what you normally pay me. Right. And they were like, we love that. What Saturday you want to headline now? Let's and now, go, I'm, now, bro. now I'm a young buck. And I still remember getting a lot of heat and hate from DJs that felt, you know, entitled. Like, what? I never got to headline a stingery on a Saturday. How this motherfucker... Yeah, how this little Mexican dude come from out of town, and I've been here all my life, and I and he got to get headlining gig before me. So mm. I was like, hey, don't don't I guess don't hate the player, hit the game. Ron, one hundred percent. How do you deal with a lot of the hate? You know what I'm saying? Because like you know, you achieve a lot of success, so you know what success is gonna come with hate. You know what I'm saying? So how do you like curve it? How you deal with it? You know what? I just I kill him with kindness, bro. Let's go. I'm a chameleon out there, like. You know, people want to be a hypocrite and shake my hand in my face and then talk behind my back. I'll be a bigger hypocrite. Yo, let me buy you a drink, my boy. I got you. Let's talk go. behind my back. But <laughs> I used to let it get to me, you know. I used to be like, I'm a Scorpio. I'm mm. like, I'm very like, you're talking shit, I'm going to confront you about it. You know what I mean? Like, right. oh, you're hearing, you're talking, you're you're saying this this and that about me or my or my team. Like, I'm not going to fuck with you. You're mm. beefing with my homie, I'm not going to fuck with you. That's the kind of person I am. So I used to let it get to me. But man, I guess through age, you know, and maturity and just soul searching and just, you know, I guess, you know, maturing. I just I just stopped caring because, bro, I realize you can't please everyone, bro. 100. Well, bro, oh, my God, you're hitting all the points. And I realize, and, and I realize, like, bro, like, I'm not God. Yeah. God is God. Like, I can't even God was hated. You feel me? Yeah. So, yeah, I just I just kill him with kindness, bro. You know? And that's my that's my motto, you know what I'm saying? Yes. We're gonna learn that. Let them hate, let them hate. Let them hate. Good. It's all good marketing anyways, you know what I'm saying? Even, even, if, they, even, if they ain't hating you and popping. Well, let's let it go. Let's go. Let's <laughs> go. So now present day, DJ Dynamic is the man in uh 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 this break of tone genre and you're traveling the world, big shows. Recently, that uh was it Bad Bunny? You're open for Bad Bunny recently? Um, yes. Shout out shit, man. That was probably one of my Top three, top five highlights, I guess, of my career. Holy um, shit. Especially coming out of the pandemic, you know, touring was gone. Everything was gone, you know. Mm. We'll get into that. But um, it was 2022. He was coming out. He, he dropped three albums during the pandemic. He was arguably the hottest artist, still is, um, in the world. Um, and during the pandemic, when he dropped those three albums, like, the, the anticipation for him doing shows and just shows in general, people were hungry. Mm. So... I think it was February of 2022. Um, you know, I, I mean, I don't want to name drop and shit, but I've no, been fucking with Bad Bunny and his team, you know, for, I would say since 20, 2018. Nice. 2018. So, you know, they, you know, I got to build a good relationship with him, with him and his camp and his people surrounding him. Um, and, you know, San Diego show, they were like, yo, 
there's no one else we could think of that could open this 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 show for Bad Bunny than you. And when I say wow. when I say because a lot of a lot wow. of these a lot of these DJs are gonna, are gonna cap and say I opened for this, I opened for that, bro. If you're if you're playing six to seven p.m. And then they got a band and then they got another artist and then Bad Bunny gets on. You didn't open up for Bad Bunny. Stop capping. But when I say <laughs> I was rocking 15,000 people at Sports Arena Ooh. on the mic, on the screens, and I get off, 15 seconds later, Bad Bunny's intro, he gets on. Ooh. So that to me was like, man, they, they showed me love. Yeah, they you know they could have had me and bro they they gave me a mic to rock they had me turned up that bitch was rocking yeah I we see. have to put a little little you know preview of like yeah what the vibe was that day but yeah man I was I was I was grateful man and it and it led to it led to um yo you want to open up LA no next week we I got three that. shows in LA and you might as well come do the Bay San Jose wow you know what I'm saying and I was like. And Vegas. I'm like, all right, bet. Lock me in for all of those. No way, bro. But I ended up doing San Jose. Rocked it. Did my thing. Killed it. Did Vegas. Killed it. Vegas was fucking insane. Um, then here comes LA. Mm. I see three shows. And this is where, like, the mature dynamic kicks in. Like, you can do all three shows or you can have your homies do it. Put no. some motherfuckers on. No way, bro. And I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna do one. I'm gonna do the. I'm gonna do the first show, and I'm gonna put two of my homies on. I hit up my boy Chris Corporate. Shout out my boy Chris. I'm like, yo, I think we we should put these other two guys on. What if I was to put two DJs? He's like, you ain't gonna take. Are you crazy? Mm. You ain't gonna do all three shows? It's fucking bad. Biggest artist in the world. I'm like, bro, I can't be. I can't be. You know, I can't be too. You know, greedy. Yeah. I, can't, I can't be too greedy. Like, I don't need. If I got a pie, bro, and my homies can eat, let them eat too. Let's fucking go. You know bro. what I'm saying? Let's so go. I hit up my boy Kane Nasty. I hit up my boy Crucial. I'm like, yo, I don't care what date. It was like Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. I'm like, I don't care what you got going on this night. This is the opportunity to make it happen. Oh my God. They were like, God. say less. Kane Nasty did his thing. Crucial did his thing. And when I saw them, when I saw like their recaps and I saw their stories and people commenting on their posts, like, yo, that's so dope. And for them, it was a dream come true. So I was like, man, that was a dream come true for me when I did it. So it's like that that to me is like fulfilling. Like that to me is like true success. Like when you're putting your people on. Yeah. And I don't want to take credit because, I, you know, I've done a lot of things for a lot of people. Just have a lot of people have done things for me. Mm -hmm. But I don't like to like take credit for certain things. But I just wanted to like, I guess, make a point to let people know like, bro, it's okay to like for others to eat, especially if you fuck with them, especially if like. You know, they show you love, especially if they got talent too. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, that's kind of, I guess, was my my uh, my situation with the Bad Bunny opening. And then actually it also opened up in 2018. Yeah. Down in, Me in Mexico, in Tijuana. Baja. He had, he had, no, it wasn't even Baja. It was his own, it was his own concert. Wow. See, I could say I opened up for him at Baja, um, but I didn't because I was on at like three o'clock. He was on at midnight. Um, but I'm not gonna say that. Let's go. But <laughs> I, opened, I opened up for him in in in, in TJ for his own tour, mm. um, the Por Siempre tour in 2018. Um, so this was technically my second tour that I did with him, and hopefully, I know he's got a he's got a, a another tour coming next year. So 
hopefully we can manifest that too. Bro, it's cool that you know you gave you gave back to your friends. That's like the best feeling also serving others, helping others out, you know what I'm saying? That fulfills you the most in that, you know what I'm saying? That's pretty dope. So um 2020, 2019, 2020, the pandemic hit. How did that affect your career at all? I mean, if I if I it, it affected all of us, you know what I'm saying? So it okay. definitely affected me financially. Mm -hmm. Um it affected me emotionally it, it affected me you know you know in many ways but it was a blessing in disguise number one mm. why because i feel like i got healthy mm. um i didn't drink throughout the entire pandemic believe it or not wow when i did start drinking it was when i was uh, streaming on twitch and i would have i was having them white claws and trulies but hard liquor i didn't drink throughout the pandemic so my liver was loving it mm. and most importantly my kids were loving it because I was home right, with right, my right. babies right. for a year, 18 months straight. Mm. So I got to spend so much quality time with them, see them grow. And, you know, on the weekends when I'm normally working, I got to, you know, be with them. So it was a blessing in disguise for me. Um, and also I kept my brand up. I mm. was streaming. I was like doing merch. I was um, sending merch and care packages to like club owners or promoters that would book me throughout the years. Um, so I stayed active. I right, stayed right. active. I stayed active. I was still marketing myself mm. uh, on Instagram. I was doing mixes. I was doing Sirius XM. I was doing the radio. I was doing a little bit of everything, staying active because I was like, you know what? When we open back up, I want to be the first DJ they call. Let's go. You know what I'm saying? And fortunately, I was one of the first DJs they called in, 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 the, in the clubs out here in San Diego and throughout you know, the country. And I was able to use it to my advantage mm. and up my rate. Mm. up my price the price i've been trying to get for years and i got hit with like well as club owners well we gotta make up back all of our money we lost we weren't open for 18 months work with us i'm like what about me what about all the money i lost yeah you know what i'm saying so you want me to dj double the time for half my rate nah i'm gonna dj double the time but i'm gonna charge you double my rate mm. some clubs said no a lot of clubs said whatever you want because we value you and those Clubs that said no, I said it's cool. Guess what? They ended up ca calling me anyways. Let's go. What, how much you want now? Cool. Yeah, but now I'm gonna just do half. I'm gonna just do my normal two hours set. I ain't gonna do all night. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> but those, but those other clubs that showed me love on the jump, I got you. Yeah, hundred percent. That's what's up, bro. So yeah, overall, it was, it was, it was, it was learned. It was definitely scary. Um, but another thing that I kind of touched on that was very important, like, it, my health just got like. It opened up my eyes like you gotta like, be healthy you gotta eat better you gotta mm -hmm. like take care of yourself physically spiritually um and everything comes full circle so it kind of like really made me get my health you know which is big a big part of my life now yeah is 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 my health you know what i'm saying and i'm not talking about just physical i'm talking about my mental health my right. spiritual health so it, it was a wake-up call overall for my health and you know i think it was like that for a lot of us mm -hmm. in in the world and because you know motherfuckers were dying unfortunately yeah and some of us survived, so we're still here. Mm. Thankful. Gracias a Dios. That's pretty deep. That's pretty deep, bro. I remember even like physically, I remember you when I when I seen you out the pan pandemic, you was like all in shape and shit. I was like dynamic and motherfucking <laughs> like Rocky and shit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> um, I'm very proud of you, bro, because you inspire me as well. You know what I mean? And uh, you, I know you inspire a lot of the DJs here in San Diego and around the world, people. I see you uh, traveling a lot, bro. Everywhere, bro. You're like 
every week you're somewhere you're like around the world you're not domestic you're like mexico fucking brazil whatever it is i'm gonna ask you that question do you like traveling a lot like every week like that hell no (laughs) (laughs) No, i I used to do it i used to do that too like my past my past little job i used to travel so much it's it's not easy man everyone sees it as like oh you're on vacation (laughs) you get to sleep in you're like you get to see the world eat the best food (laughs) meet the best people around the world and and that's facts yeah but what they don't know about is the jet lag yep sleeping in uncomfortable beds sleeping on the plane having a fucking sometimes shower in the airport um you get lonely yep you get homesick (laughs) you get depressed yes you know what I'm saying? Like those are facts, bro. They don't understand. They that. don't understand. And listen, <laughs> I've been I've been fortunate enough enough to, as a DJ, be on two Europe tours, uh, on two Asia tours by myself. The two Europe tours w- was with Mariah Angelique, mm. um, artists, Latin artists that I uh, DJ for. Um, two Asia tours on my own that I personally got booked for. Yeah, I went to. Um, like you mentioned, Brazil, right. Peru, all over Latin America, Mexico, obviously, you know, the United States between, you know, I've, I've, I've DJed the hottest clubs in Miami, 11, Vegas, Dre's, The Wind, That's crazy. Um, Chicago, Tau, the, uh, my homies from V5, um, all their clubs. Um, yeah, I could just go on and on the Bay Area, New York, like you name it. Um, and I also went most recently the Middle East. That's crazy. Qatar World Cup. Bro, that's huge. Bro. They don't even understand. I miss Thanksgiving for that. <laughs> this is another thing, man. Like the sacrifices that yep. I've had to make. Yep. Like if you genuinely dislike me or or envy me or are jealous of me or hate <laughs> on me, like, bro, if you understand the sacrifices that I had to make yep. to be that, and I'm talking about being away from my kids, my two daughters, yep. lack of sleep, depression, you name it. I've done that yeah. to be where I'm at now. So I've earned it, yeah. period. You know what I'm saying? So do I love traveling? Yes, I love traveling, but I also am not a fan of it because of the negativity that it comes with it that I mentioned earlier. Mm. Do I take it for granted? No. Would I change it for anything? No, I wouldn't because I've been able to see different cultures around the world. I've been able to hear different music around the world, mm. e- eating, I've ate different foods around the world. And, yep. you know, and it's it's to be able to say that I did that off of DJing, it's pretty surreal. That's fucking crazy, bro. It is crazy. And on top of that, I'm getting a check. Yeah. And on top of that, my travel expenses being paid for. Everything's paid for. And, and, and <clears throat> like, man, you go out to Europe, <laughs> They look at me like they think I'm DJ Khaled. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So it's yeah. like, what? I go to Mexico? Yeah. And I know I'm Mexican, but man, I remember I went to uh, Mexico City and uh, Monterrey. And they were like at the airport. They were mm. waiting for Mariah, obviously. But I had fans there, too, waiting on me. I'm like, <laughs> even her like management was like, damn, dynamic. They, they asking for you. Take a with you. I'm like, man, I guess I must be doing something right. You killing it, bro. It's killing it. It's a blessing to move around and do do something you love to do and get paid for it. I think that's like the ultimate like achievement of success. You know what I'm saying? When you 100%. Like, when you love it, you know it's your passion. Which you and you getting paid a nice little check, and you're traveling the world, bro. You seeing all these cultures, different countries, different it's like, people. It's like the only ones that do that are like athletes, man. Like, yeah. And athletes are the only ones that really like you know they do what they love. They travel the world. They get paid to do what they love. Like, that's crazy, bro. It's not that many 
professions out there that do that. So yeah. I'm grateful, very grateful. Don't take it for granted. Bro, I remember and doing I'm, that, man. It was so dope, bro. Just meet so many different cultures, different women, everything, bro. That was like like when you like shooting, shooting, yeah, yeah. photography, bro. Around, I've been around the world everywhere, bro. But like I said, you got the drawbacks. It's just the bad things. The the cons of it is like you don't have a life, you don't have friends. You know, mm -hmm. I mean, you're living at an airport, you're living out of hotels, Hotel. you know, it's no social. You're like you said, you're lonely, you're depressed, you're just working all the time. Sleep deprived, sleep exhausted, deprived. eating like shit. Yes, eating like shit. Out of shape. Out of shape. Yeah. You know what I mean? You're you're delays on the air in airports. So mm. you sit in the fucking airport for the whole days oh sometimes. You know what I mean? And then this then like the biggest thing, I didn't have a family at the time, but if I had a family, bro, it would be tragic. That's very hard. So let's talk about that aspect of it. You know what I mean? You traveling and you're not be able to send your family. How do you deal with that aspect of it? Well, luckily, like my babies, like um, they're very understanding. You know, I have two daughters. I have a 10-year-old and a seven-year-old. And when they were born, I was already kind of traveling a lot. Like um, my youngest was born in 2013. Obviously, her first year or two, she don't remember much. But by 2015, I was already really traveling the country. Mm. Um, so she was very understanding. I remember my first Asia tour was in 2016 and she was like th two and a half, three years old. And, you know, she was, she was all about it. You know, she, she was understanding. So then my youngest, um, I went on my second Europe tour in 2018, maybe 19, mm. 19. And, um, and she was already like, you know, two or three and same thing. She was very understanding. So I've been very lucky that both of them are understanding. They think I'm a rock star. They think I'm like <laughs> Superman. They brag about it. It was crazy because even today, today, this morning, when I dropped off my, I dropped off both my daughters at school, my oldest one was like, dad, they don't believe that you know how some Kim, you know, the baseball player that yeah, yeah, the yeah. Padres. <laughs> I'm like, it's okay, baby. Like, so she be hitting me with that. Yeah, yeah. Last week she was like, last week I picked them up from school and one of his little, uh, one of her classmates comes up. Bye, Aubrey. Bye, Aubrey. Blah, blah, blah. And um, and she whispers in her ear, and then she looks at me, and she's like, ask him, ask him, ask him. And the little girl's like, are you really a DJ? <laughs> or are you a rapper? <laughs> like, literally, I'm like, so it's like, my point is, like, my kids brag about me, man. Mm. They're very, like, they're very understanding. And I guess, yeah, I've made a lot of sacrifices, you know, missing certain events or certain time in their lives because I'm traveling. But shout out to technology, man. I'm able to FaceTime them daily, send yeah. them pictures, stories, videos. Um, but, you know, I got to do what I got to do, man, to provide for my kids. Because, listen, I don't got nothing. I don't got no degree. I don't got no other skills. Like, this is what I do. I'm an entertainer. That's good. Cool. Uh, like, God put me here to to entertain and, and create great vibes and make people happy through music. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, I'm very grateful and fortunate for that. So, you know, I know my babies are going to be understanding, especially now that they're getting older, like, you know, they're, they're, they're happy, they're content, they're, and, they're, and they're, they're proud of me. I know that for a fact. Man, shout out to you, bro. That's what I'm <laughs> talking you. about, man. Look at my man. Hey, so um, what are some things that you learned coming up as a DJ? What are some, like, trials and tribulations that you had, you know, you know like some bad things happened to you that we can share to the audience that, you know, they can learn from? Um, don't get lost in the sauce by what I, what I mean by when I say that is, when I moved here from San Diego, from the Imperial Valley to San Diego, I, there was no nightclubs where I grew up. Mm. There was no free bottles. There was no beautiful women everywhere. There was no VIP where I grew up. So I come to San Diego. I'm rolling with my boy DJ C's, who at the time was one of the hottest DJs in San Diego. I'm rolling with him. He's picking me up 
in East Village every Friday, Saturday. I did this for a year. I went with him to all the gigs to meet all the promoters, to meet all the people to politic with. I was getting drunk. I was getting blacked out, acting a fool, mm. getting lost in the sauce. So I was like, at a, I, was a, I was a kid in, in a candy store just going crazy, free bottles, free drinks, free everything accessible to you. And um, I made a lot of mistakes. I burned some bridges. Um, you know, I, you know, did things that, you know, I'm not proud of and, you know, maybe have burned some relationships. Um, but luckily, I, you know, I was able to get out of it and it was because of people like C's and guys like Billy Knight and Rags kind of talking to me on some like, hey, bro, like you can't be drinking like that. You got to be mm. professional. Like at the end of the day, I know you're off, but you got to be professional and, and, and you got to, you know, be, you know, you got to be respectful. So that's one of the few things that, you know, I, I get it, man. Like just, and I'm talking about just in general, not just as an up and coming DJ, just even now you could be a popping DJ, world known DJ, but if you're not professional, you're, you know, you're, you're just not doing your job. Like it's not going to be well, it's not going to fare well for you. And I treat this at the end of the day, this is a job, right? We got to be professional. We got to execute. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And um, if you don't execute, chances are you ain't going to come back. Mm. And people talk. The industry talks. Oh, that guy gets blacked out every time. Oh, that guy was a fucking asshole. Mm. That guy was unprofessional. Then they won't fuck with you. That's, that's so true. you got to be professional. And man, just I'm not even saying be humble. Like, just be respectful. You mm. know what I'm saying? Because like people can say humble. I feel like I'm humble, but people think I'm cocky. There's diff There's levels to humbleness, but respect is respect right just be respectful and be professional like and i think i learned that at a young age and i was able to get where i'm at now because of i guess those, those that that uh mindset that i had mm. um but that was many, one of the one of the few things um also very important one this this is to a lot of the djs don't get emotional because mm. i used to get emotional somebody wouldn't book me i take it personal you can't take things personal. You can't be emotional because someone's not booking you or someone didn't bring you back or someone didn't acknowledge you. Like, you just got to just have thick skin. Because right. I used to remember, like, oh, they ain't booking me? Fuck them. Right? And then, oh, they booked me, but they didn't bring me back? Fuck them. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And, like, you can't have that mentality. I had that mentality at a young age. And you got to just, again, I guess with age, and maturity and i just got that mindset completely different mindset like you play somewhere once just do your job and if you're meant to come back come back i mean to this day i've dj'd some clubs that i've dj'd once and they don't bring me back wow and it could be of many reasons it could be he charges dynamic charges too much money or we don't have the budget right now or the crowd wasn't feeling him mm. or you know um we're better off paying our local dj whatever it may be it's never gonna be he was unprofessional or he was an asshole or he, you know, or he, you know, he didn't get his job done. Cause I'm gonna, I'm gonna get my job done regardless. You know Let's what I'm saying? Go. Let's go. So yeah, that's just a couple of the two, uh, you know, a few, few things that I guess I faced with at a young, you know, in my younger uh, career days, you know what I'm saying? Is, is the professionalism wasn't really there, you know, how to change that. And then also, you know, I was getting too emotional and taking things personal and, I feel like you can't do that. You gotta I heard just, that. You know, be grateful. Yeah. Even if you're not getting booked, still show up. Be mm. grateful. What can I do to be here? You know what I'm saying? Let's go. You're a professional. You know what I'm saying? And that's why you got to carry yourself like a professional. You know what I'm saying? So Fact. question for you, bro. Um, 
I have a lot of artists that come on the show and I have mostly artists. I don't have interview a couple of DJs. And um, I want to know how you feel about the music scene in San Diego. I feel like we have a lot of talent, but I at, at the same time. And I mean, I'm no I'm no music connoisseur here. I'm no hip hop expert or music or up and coming talent expert. I'm just giving you my opinion as a DJ, as, you know, someone that's been here for 14 years mm. and have seen many artists come and go. My personal opinion is I just feel like we got to support each other more. Mm. I feel like everyone's in competition with each other and that's fine, but we got to support each other more. I mean, I think there's a lot of talent here. I mean, from rap to, I mean, I, there's even this regional, There's I've been hearing this regional Mexican artists and bands that are like, I'm like, wow, this is, this is dope. You know what I'm saying? And obviously like the hip hop and rap rappers I've been hearing also like, you know, there's a lot of talent and that even includes uh, producers. You know what I'm saying? Hip hop producers, beat makers, EDM producers, house producers. Like there's a lot of talent here when it comes to music and we just got to support each other. And really like everyone says like, I'm a pup Dago on the map. Everyone wants to, from from rappers in the early 2000s to rappers now, like I'm a pup Dago on the map. It's like, I feel like we could really put each other on the map if we stuck together mm. and really like, you know, did our thing. And that goes with everyone, artists, producers, DJs, um, fans, mm. you know what I'm saying? Because we're so close to LA that everyone's just quick to go to LA. You know how many artists I know here, and I don't want to name drop, a lot of successful artists, platinum artists from San Diego that will move to LA or up and coming artists that will move to LA or, you know, other artists that are, I got to be in LA or I got to go, you know, everyone leave San Diego. Why, like, why we got to leave San Diego? Right. You know what I'm saying? Like everyone told me you got to move to Vegas. Right. Or you got to move to Miami. You know what I'm saying? Just get I better. I stayed my ass here. Just get better. And, I'm, and just get better. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So overall, man, I think we have a great, a lot of talent. I'm not going to give it an A because we're not there yet. Um, and I'd be lying to you if I, if I, if I said I, I would give us an A, but I think a solid B, B plus. Let's go. Uh, based on the talent. Yeah. But we have A, A, A plus potential for sure. Let's go, bro. That's so facts. What's your favorite uh, experience? You know what I mean? Uh, being a DJ so far. You got hey, you I got some big shit, bro. I got I got so many individual experiences, but I would say like just one experience that I I guess cohesively I I get consistently and that that just makes me feel amazing is like like that crowd reaction, like that crowd energy, like whether I'm doing a club or I'm doing a festival or a 49er game, like you say something, they say it back. Mm. You say scream, they scream. You, you know, you lower the music, they sing the words. It's like that energy that you get from the crowd, like that experience to me is just like, yeah. it's like a drug. It's yeah. like a high, like, like, yo, all my ladies, put your hands up. Yeah. Put the hands up. All right. And the ones that are married, put two hands up. <laughs> and the ones that left their man at home, put the, put, put another hat, put, put a drink up. You know what I'm saying? It was like, and then you're like, what the fuck? Like, yeah. I feel like I'm red man and method man up there. Like an MC, like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like the, in dairy following, like, like I'm a vibe, I'm a vibe creator. I'm a vibe curator. Like, so seeing like, you know, the crowd, the way they dance, the way they, they laugh, the way they smile, the way they sing, the way they just have a good time. Like that to me just fulfills everything. You got to keep in mind, there's people that spend, a lot of money yeah. to go to a club on the weekend and get away from their bullshit job or bullshit relationship or mm -hmm. get away from the kids yep. 
or they're spending a lot of money to go to a concert or a festival to see their favorite artist. And it's my job, if I'm there in that moment, to make that person like full of happiness and joy and like forget about whatever bullshit they want to escape. Mm-hmm. Like you understand how like powerful that is? Like this microphone. You're changing lives, bro. You know what I'm saying? I'm yeah. changing <laughs> facts. <laughs> this microphone, this computer, like I could damn near fuck up right now and fuck up the whole vibe. Yeah. Like yep. the power we have as DJs is is phenomenal. It is, bro. It's 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 surreal. So yeah, it's it's pretty it's pretty amazing. So yeah. I, I'm grateful. I love my job. I love my profession. Bro, favorite performance, bro. I need to know that, man. Like I said, you've been around the world. You shoot you play crazy Baja's Beach Fest, you know, Daddy Yankee. Well, all oh, not Daddy Yankee, but uh, you know, whoever. Bad you bunny. The, the Bat Bunny, the biggest names. Everybody you on you on done already. Your favorite performance so far, bro. Favorite performance. Okay, so I feel like I'm gonna do a countdown of top three. I would say number three would be the 49er game. That to me was like really fucking epic. Like to be there in that moment with my favorite team in front of sixty five thousand fans. Holy shit. Um my first time that I was there, like I'm on the Jumbotron, they're shouting me out on the mic, my logo was up. People tagging me, like, that's really epic. Number two, I would say, hands down, um, the Bad Bunny coming out of the pandemic, wow. opening up for him. That energy is just like, the building was shaking. Um, and to be able to, like, open up for the biggest artist in the world right after the pandemic when the world was shut down, it was just amazing. You know, the love I got was was just epic. And it just helped me, I guess, get to the next level after the pandemic to the where I really wanted to be as a DJ. But I would say number one, it's gonna have to be Baja Beach Fest. Wow. Because number first of all, I'm from Baja California. I'm I'm I was born in Mexicali, Baja California, Mexico. And to be able to DJ in the same territory, the mm. same grounds that I was born, right? And then now that I'm a s I'm from San Diego since two thousand nine, in my backyard is Baja California. So it's like, okay. Then on top of that, it's one of the top Latino, if not the top Latin festivals in the world. Holy shit. And me being Latino, Mexican from Baja, and I have my own slot. Like I'm on the flyer there with the big dogs. Let's go, bro. Four, four years in a row now. Um, This past year, I actually had like a really amazing set. I mean, I'll, I'm very grateful for every set that I have, mm-hmm. but I've always been in the, you know, the the early stages, right. the early opening, you know, times. But this time I got a really, like, really great, like, up with the big boys. Mm. And my logos are up. You know what I'm saying? I'm seeing 50,000 people in front of me mm. on the beach in the same, That's you know, in crazy. the La Misma Tierra Donde Yo Nací, like the same, you know, territory I was born and bred in, you know? And to me, it was just like, that was like number one for me, hands down, because it's everything that I grew up on with all the music I grew up on, listening to with all my people. I remember saying like, Chicali en la casa. Chicali is like, you know, a slang for Mexicali. Mm. And people were like, what? Like, I heard some cheers. Yeah. Rosarito, and like, you know, heard a lot more cheers. In San Diego, I heard a lot of cheers. Yeah. Right? So it's like I'm representing who I was, you know, growing up in Baja California. And I'm representing who I am now being in San Diego. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And then I remember being backstage 
and there was a big artist, Gabi, Gabito Ballesteros, huge artist, um, regional artist. And I remember this uh, designer, my boy Baez, was like, yo, let's go to the back. We're gonna meet Gabito. Um, and boy, my boy Victor Cardenas was like, yo, we're gonna meet Gabito. They don't even, he don't even gotta introduce me. He's like, yo, this is my boy. They're like, oh. He was talking to me in Spanish, obviously, but he's like, you're the guy that said Chicali in la casa. Hey, man, respect. Whoa. He's like, I was back here and I heard that. And, you know, back there behind the Baja Beach Fest Artist Village, they had a big LED screen viewing the stage. Yeah. So I was like, bro, I heard that. I'm over here smoking weed. And I heard that. <laughs> and I went out like, who's that? So he's like, bro, props, salute. That's dope. I was like, what the fuck? Like, that's dope. You that's crazy. Saying? So, yeah, hands down, man, I would say. The, uh, Baja Beach Fest Not just because of everything I stated But like I was there for me Like mm. I got booked for that mm. With the big dogs Like I wasn't on tour With an artist I wasn't opening up For an artist mm. You know what I'm saying I wasn't doing A 49er game Like that was DJ Dynamic Yeah That was Hector Beltran That was there And got booked For that moment So that to me Hands down Has to be number one Man congratulations bro. Thank you brother That's Thank fucking you. crazy Thank you You worked hard man You deserve it One to 10% What's next for DJ Dynamic What's next? See, listen, I've been on a lot of podcasts and I'm very cautious to say what's next, but I feel like okay. I got I to be held accountable. Mm. So I'm going to tell you what's next <laughs> and what I plan on doing. Um, 2024, man, like I've been having dozens and dozens of people, artists, producers, big producers. You got to get to the music dynamic. You got to create music. You got mm. to create original music, which I have. I have three records out that, you know, I put out uh, maybe in the last four years i put out three records i haven't put out a record in about 18 months so 2024 i'm gonna get to the music and i'm telling you this because i want to be held accountable just oh, like my shit. trainer tells me you don't got you know you got to be held accountable for not showing up you got to be held accountable for you know not meeting your goals i got to be accountable for this so if in 2024 i'm not dropping music and i'm talking about dropping music mm. then we gonna you're gonna have to have a conversation with your dynamic. You gotta, bro, you gotta ponte las pilas, like, you know, in other words, like get get on your shit. You say you're gonna make music. It's fucking June. I ain't heard no music. You gotta help hold me accountable, Hendo. Hey, DJ Khaled over here? Khaled, man, listen. Khaled, another one of my biggest inspirations. But yeah, that's that's the that's the vibe I'm on right there, man. Like DJ Khaled, <clears throat> Diplo, mm. Gordo, um, Man, there's just so many like DJ producers um, that I want to like kind of take a little bit of from Dioro, another one, take a little bit of that, 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 and bring my element and just do my thing. But yeah, man, 2024, mm. I plan on dropping an EP, maybe two. Um, I won't get into detail as far as like what kind of EP it'll be. Cause yeah. I, I gotta leave a little bit of a surprise handle, you feel me? I feel you. But 2024, man, music is on the way. Um, and still traveling, you know, DJing the hottest clubs around the world, man. And, um, you know, that'll be my fifth year at Baja Beach Fest, you know, God willing. My third year in a row at Sueños Festival in Chicago, God willing. Um, and hopefully continuing to do, you know, um, my residence that, residencies that I've had throughout the country. 11 Miami, Dre's Las Vegas, um, Encore, Beach, uh, Encore Beach Club in the Wind in Vegas. Um, the V5 homies in Chicago, um, you know, Dallas, uh, trying to tap into Arizona and the Bay again, and hopefully, you know, doing this 49er thing again, uh, would be, you know, amazing. So yeah, just, you know, c continuing to just stay relevant, stay hot, 
and continue to market myself because I feel like, you know, the next DJ up and coming might be like, man, I might hear this handle podcast. He might get a little, <laughs> he might get some motivation to do his thing, you know? Bro, you dropped some gems today. They're going to learn a lot from this shit. I tell you that 1000%. You, you know what I mean? That's cool, man. Like I say, bro, I'm proud of you, man. I appreciate you for coming on, bro. You're an inspiration to a lot of us, bro. And I'd like to see my homies like do bigger things and, and keep on grinding and, and, and take it to another level. You know what I'm saying? I appreciate it, bro. And I'm grateful for you, man. I, like every time I come here to handle those, I think I've had five photo shoots here. Yeah, shit. And you that. always show me love. And you know what I mean? You look out. I know this podcast has been uh, something in the, in the works. Yeah, bro. And actually something too in 2024 that I want to get into that you kind of talked to me about a year ago is the podcast. Yeah, you need it, bro. I need it. I 1,000%. This is uh, one thousand. So yeah, I gotta be held accountable for that. So let's go. We don't have to collab on that shit for sure. Because yes, I feel sir. like my story is just one story. Like there's just so many DJs and artists yes. that can say their stories too. And I feel like I feel like it'll be a good marriage. Like if I was to really you know put, put something together like that, and I don't give a shit if I have ten listeners or ten thousand. Well, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But one thing about you, you, you connected to a lot of brands, you know what I'm saying? A lot of people, some big people, big artists, big brands. Like, bro, you can kill it in the, in the podcast region for sure. That's, 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 I think that's definitely in my top three uh, goals this year for sure, man. So the music, the, the podcast and just in, and continuing to just, you know, do my thing around the clubs, around the country, man. Another thing I like about you too, as well, that I don't see very often, even with just people, period, like, you don't know, you know how to build relationships, you know, business, you know what I'm saying? So I think that's one of the biggest aspect of a, you know, a, a self-employed or, or a businessman that a lot of people miss, they miss the mark building relationships you know what i'm saying so you're like a king at that and that's like huge listen your your network is your net worth 100 100 man these relationships you make cherish them protect them yeah um and and just be strategic with them bro because mm -hmm. these 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 uh relationships will take you many places you don't have to be the most talented you don't have to be the best looking mm -hmm. you don't have to be the most liked but if you got them relationships boys yes sir places yes sir yes sir and being professional, you know what I'm saying? You're 100%. a super professional. When you go do a job, you want to give your 100, you, you give your 110% and you, you go there. Well, they, they booking you for something, they're investing into you. And you out there and you're giving them their money. Investing them back. Yeah, bro, I'm a firm believer. Like if I ain't bringing no business to the club or I ain't like enhancing the business while I'm there by the music I'm playing or the way I'm rocking the mic, like I'm not doing my job, bro. If yeah. I'm not promoting, if I'm not, you know, marketing where I'm going to be at, uh, then I'm not doing my job, bro. Then, then, then you might as well book the next other DJ that's charging half half of what I'm charging, and then you'll be like, "Oh, I'm gonna just book that guy." You guys play the same music, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, man, you gotta, man. Us DJs nowadays, bro, we're the we're the DJ, we're the promoter, we're the we're the marketing team, we're the you name it. Yeah, we're everything now. We wear many hats. We're the videographer, we're the photographer. You feel me? Like yeah. we're many hats, and a hey, unfortunately. In 2023, going to 2024, that's what it, that's how it is, bro. Let's you gotta go. be a jack of all trades and be able to be have many assets and have different, you know, um, weapons in your chamber at your disposal for whenever you gotta, you know, do what you gotta do. Because if you don't, and you're, you know, master of one, I guess, then it's gonna be a little harder for you. So, yep, 100. percent But I appreciate you, Hendo. Thank you, bro. And bro, I appreciate you for coming on. Like I said, I know you're busy, man. Travel around the world, doing big things. Tonight, tonight worked you know out. Tonight per worked out perfect because I got a I got a nice little gig after this tonight. So yeah, you know what I'm saying it, it worked out and 
Man, anytime you need me to come through or bring a guest or bring someone you want to interview, bro, you got my support. 100%. Let's go. Let's go. Anything you want to leave your guests before we get out of here? Your fans? Man, Anybody want to leave I anything? would say, I would say, man, like just anyone listening at home, whether it's a DJ, an artist, or just anyone that's got a dream, follow your dreams. You know, I don't want to be corny and say like everyone said, everyone says the same shit all the time, but listen, man, follow your dreams, have patience, um, be professional. And, and be respectful and, 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 and keep God first. And I feel like you can achieve anything you want, bro, with persist, you know, being persistent and, and just being a good person. Like, I feel like, you know, God will take care of everything on his own. And, and yeah, man, final statement, God is the greatest. Let's go. King DJ Dynamic in the building. Hendo Unplugged. Big Hendo, man. Appreciate you again, bro. Keep killing it. Proud of you, man. And uh, we'll see you guys on the next episode, man. DJ Dynamic. We'll see you.